Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and thank you for joining us today for Live Dharma Sunday. Please note that if you have called in to listen to today's broadcast, then all lines have been placed on mute to avoid background interference. If you're listening from any of our Bright Dawn sites, note that it is not necessary to call in. You may have to wait a second or two for the loading and buffering process to complete, but if there is still no audio, please refresh your page. For more information about Bright Dawn and its activities and links to our social media sites, please visit brightdawn.org. Once again, thank you for listening to Live Dharma Sunday and enjoy the talk. Welcome, everyone, to Live Dharma Sunday for August 23rd, 2020. Koyo Kubose here. So very, very glad you joined us. Yeah. We live in interesting times, uh, however that saying goes. Um, and it's, may you be so fortunate as to live in interesting times. I think it's supposed to be yeah, unfortunate. That kind of interesting uh, really gets our attention, not the good kind. Um, But we have to deal with it. And this leads me into the segue into the topic that I wanted to mention today is that there's a saying that I don't know the source, but I always remember for many years now, the quote says, um, X is not the problem. How I deal with X is the problem. Um, I think this is a very uh, strong Buddhistic statement. And um, my father used to use the term, I don't know if it's his term or he, or he, you know, got it from some source or reading or whatever, but talked about the phrase absolute subjectivity. Absolute subjectivity. Um, we could consider this uh, an aspect of oneness in the sense that there's no you and I, there's no subject-object, there's no, you know, uh, absolute subjectivity, okay? Not like I as opposed to in the environment or, you know, uh, I'm eating food, or I'm uh, I'm dancing a dance or singing a song. There, there's just the, in a way, absolute subjectivity is is like a pure verb. You know, no 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 subject noun, no uh, you know, no singer, no song, just singing. I use that word in ing. You know, no dancer, no dance, just dancing, and. Uh, I think that's an aspect of absolute subjectivity. Um, 
Is otherwise, if we have uh, the dualism, the the two-ness of here's the subject, here's the object. Okay, I am enjoying this food. Okay, um, I am enjoying watching this TV program. Okay, or whatever. Uh, that's fine when we say, oh, I enjoy it or whatever, but what if you're not enjoying it? It's very easy to go into judgmentalness, uh, blaming, and so forth, that kind of a dualism. So in it, so absolute subjectivity, you know. I remember once in college, uh, I didn't know what was going on at the time. I was so young, but I don't really know right now, to tell you the truth. But uh, there was a guy, he, uh, you know, there was always – uh, somebody that you heard about, you didn't know him well, but you heard about him, and he was he was kind of a genius, you know. He had, he had a large frontal cortex or whatever, and I remember he he, he was kind of eccentric, uh, upperclassman, and he he was sitting up someplace high, and he was saying, "I'm I am God," and everybody was saying, "Hey, gee, what's a you know maybe this was." an offshoot of Nietzsche's uh, Superman concept or something, or maybe it has to do with something about absolute subjectivity. But to say, I am God, that's dualistic, right? You you just have to say, uh, you know, I am, or or just I, or just go, you know, uh, this is a kind of... um, because if you go into judgmentalness or blaming uh, because you think X is the problem, then this is where Pogo, that famous cartoon strip where he says, we have met the enemy. He is us. So, <laughs> you know, we're the ones. And if we see that, if you know you're ignorant, that's one step up from person who's ignorant but doesn't know they're ignorant. Anyway, okay, I'm just just blabbering on, but uh, before the show, I was talking to our guest who's given us a dimer glimpse. He, uh, he told me he was born in the South, and he, then he was a longtime California resident. He, we were fortunate that he was able to come visit us because, uh, of course, right down here, we're in Central Cal, and uh, he was in uh, Southern Cal and also Santa Barbara, and uh, uh, they moved to North Carolina, and William Toyo, and he was part of our LM6 group. And so, without further ado, William Toyo. Hi, everyone. Thank you. Thank you very much. as uh, Reverend Togo said, we uh, recently moved to North Carolina and uh, from California, and so it's kind of taken a little adjustment, even though I was raised in the South, um, but we're enjoying it, and uh, today is very hot and muggy, and, and uh, that's pretty much what it is here in this time of year, um, but we do miss California. Um, so uh, we're going to just enjoy and, uh, and have what we uh, have and uh, make the best of it. Um, 
So today, um, what I wanted to talk to, which is kind of uh, in the present, is a not-so-normal time. I don't have to remind everyone uh, what is happening each day um, that's affecting our lives. So it's it's not a so-normal time, and I don't know if there will ever be a normal time after this. But I'm sure like uh, most of us, uh, I myself, uh, feel the daily mental and physical stress, having to witness and watch and read about the current events going on in our daily lives. Um, Right uh, after we got here, uh, I think it was only about three weeks we had uh, stay-at-home uh, orders, and and uh, so uh, uh, I'd actually been very lucky and got a job, and only been on the job two days, and they we had to close. But I'm back working uh, now, but I only work uh, two weekends a month, so that's not too bad. Um, so um, you know, not to mention the effect. On my reality, it it affects everything. I just read a Harvard study says that health is affected for three months after every shooting that you hear about. So the past is never dead. Uh, Really like William Faulkner in 1955, he reacted by writing about the lynching of uh, Emmett Till. Emmett Lewis Till was a 14-year-old African American who was lynched in Mississippi in 1955 after being accused of offending a white woman in her family's grocery store. And he wrote, if we in America have reached that point in our desperate culture when we must murder children, no matter for what reason or for what color, we don't deserve to survive and probably won't. And I'll make you think about what's going on today. I was born on the 4th of July, Independence Day. Uh, but we, I think, as a society, have not lived up to the Declaration of Independence, and I don't think we ever will until we realize and accept the wrongs we have committed. And uh, I think now is the time to make changes. Uh, I think if you claim to be colorblind, you deny what's right in front of you. Not long ago, after coming to uh, North Carolina, I had to make a trip to the ER just a couple of months ago. Don't worry, I'm fine. But it touched off my thoughts about death and the beginning of this deadly pandemic. I've just turned 75 in July, uh, and it made me aware of how important it is to really look deeply inside myself and make sure I appreciate everyone around me and ever met for the first time. Those doctors, nurses, healthcare workers at the ER, and realize we all are connected. All of us, remember, are made of stardust, so it's all in each one of us. Um, also, you know, it brings to light and kind of reminds you and gives you opportunities uh, with these not so normal times. And I found myself to take advantage that I found myself sitting around watching and streaming too much TV and listening to too much news. So it just gave me this great opportunity to practice meditation and uh, practice walking, standing, and sitting. And I think all these I find re- reduces my stress, it, uh, lowers my blood pressure, 
and it will work with my depression, anxiety, and even anger. And so I find uh, myself experiencing these uh, during these times. So meditation seems to be helping me a lot. So uh, we can't take advantage of our situations and and make the best of it. Um, I think all that's needed more than ever today is going forward, and this is a lot, is trust, patience, and the willingness to open ourselves to the world as it is not as we would like it. I think it's the willingness to give and give ourselves and to be grateful for what we have. A lesson I learned from our two dogs every day, Bijou and Dante, and I promised I would mention their names. They do not worry, fret, or plan, so every day can be fully itself. That's something really to think about. Just like COVID-19, I find kindness and compassion is very contagious and can spread. We have the tools and teachings to do so. It is the time to get off that cushion and act. We must give up the privilege of sitting this one out. I don't know if every single person could become anti-racist within the next decade, but I do hope every racist policy could be eliminated by then. A dream that I hope comes true. I always like Mark Twain, and he comes up with some really great quotes. And Mark Twain said, all the worst things in my life never actually happened. So I close in giving everyone, hoping everyone has the best uh, day, and good luck to everyone, and take care of yourself, and please vote. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. As I was listening, and when he's talking about his dogs, you know, when I know his dog, they they were brought when uh, uh, the Hollands would visit us, and their dogs were <laughs> really, you know, their family. And they says, "Well, you can just give a little bit of signal, and they'll jump right up on the chairs where they're supposed to be." Uh, and, you know, and uh, it was so so nice. Um, I know that uh, Bill Toyo has a very strong social consciousness and uh, engaged Buddhism. Um, and uh, uh, we used to, I used to, Adrian and I, we used to live in, uh, my first teaching job was at the University of North Carolina at Greensboro. And that's just up the road from Charlotte uh, where the Hollands live. And, uh, I was there five years, and, oh, that was really nice. Our first experience with uh, the nice uh, mannerisms of the South, I know that um, it took us a little bit of getting used to uh, some of their uh, idioms. Uh, If you say something and they didn't hear you or understand you, they would say, you know, if, if it was me, they would say, sir, you know that that's like beg your pardon or, or what was that? Okay, they'll say sir. Okay, and uh, and if they're telling you how to operate something, they don't say push that button or hit that button. They say mash that button, mash the button, and then you do this and then you do that. So that's thinking about uh, the Hollands in Charlotte area reminded me of all these uh, 
uh, very nice memories I had uh, being in the Piedmont, what they call the Piedmont area there, um, Blue Ridge Mountains to the west and the Atlantic Ocean to the east. Uh, you know, just a short drive, you know, an hour or two. And, uh, oh, back in the day, uh, we used to go to Outer Banks, and uh, it was very wild in those days, early 70s. Not built up touristy at all. And um, what they had, uh, that area has the nice weather, nice seasons. Get a little bit of snow in the winter, okay, you know. And uh, summers are hot, but not too humid. And uh, so you and you get the changing seasons, and that's really nice. Okay. When he mentioned uh, uh, their dogs, uh, we have two dogs too. And uh, I was thinking of the book Dharma of Dogs. And those of us who, if you're interested in it, uh, it's got a great cover of a, it looks like a black lab, I guess, which we used to have one named Black Hawk. He was 125 pounds, so he was a he was a big guy. But it says, our best friends as spiritual teachers, the Dharma of dogs. And uh, so I appreciate the gift that we received about that book. Well, okay. I'm really glad that we were uh, able to hear, I wanted to hear his, Bill Toyo's voice and uh, uh, and I know that uh, that Charlotte area is really nice. Um, Winchester House, yeah, we visited that. It's an eccentric lady that built this house. The stairway goes up and doesn't go any place, something like that. And uh, we we really enjoyed our time uh, in, uh, in the Greensboro, Charlotte area. Okay, okay, that's all for today's broadcast. Till next time, keep going, and you have a beautiful day. Thank you. <laughs>